And welcome back to the program, everyone. We are here with the wonderful Nikki Lee from Tracy Wall Law in Edmonds, Washington. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. Nikki, I, you said some really important things in our previous statement, and I really wanted to take some time to talk to you about. And one of the things we just glossed over, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it's being mindful of your parents' money. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one of the things, you know, when you talk about, yes, you have to take mom and dad in, but there's other side of it too, is oftentimes adult children are having to financially supplement their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's going on more and more often. I know I just started working with a family that, um, all four siblings now are pretty much sheltering the load of assisted living for Mm -hmm. their father. Right. And, you know, and then I've had another situation where father's, in and mother are just due to care issues mother's being very stubborn she's in kansas her father is here in washington to come home with his kids and he needs care mm-hmm. and mother's digging in her heels mm-hmm. on saying i'm not moving out there i'm staying in our house yeah. and so here's these you know i've seen so many families get torn up like mm-hmm. what you talked about one need from one yeah and and there's so many different aspects to mm-hmm. Um, care that, you know, one of the things I think we oftentimes forget is that we sometimes think we can just go on, you know, an online site like Legal Zoom or something like that and just pull up a power of attorney and everything will be fine. And yet there is not a single family that is alike, is it? No, every, absolutely not. Everything no, every is family different. is different, whether that be just <clears throat> the care they need or, you know, personalities or which children are involved or not involved. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's pretty rare, but there are times where there are no uh, new family members involved in mom or dad's care. And so we're starting at square mm-hmm. one with mm-hmm. sort of where to go from there. And, you know, at least in my situation... I didn't know there was other resources out there and I didn't know what questions that I needed to mm-hmm. ask. And, mm-hmm. you know, if I had, I, you know, they always say hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. <laughs> I always think, you know, if I would have known then what I know now, right. I would have made so many decisions differently. Right. And had I not, had I just gone and met with a good attorney up Mm -hmm. front when I first started caring for Mm -hmm. my parent it would have made all the difference in the world it would have changed the way I handled her money it would have changed the way I handled my own life there's all different types of aspects that I think we could share with our listeners today about you know I guess what are the things what are the most common issues that you see for families if they don't take care of things yeah so um you know we get to a point where you know, we're taking care of mom or dad, the money's running out. Mm -hmm. And then they think, oh, shoot, we need to start looking into Medicaid. Uh, Medicaid's a complicated topic. The rules are are pretty strict. So I can't do too much of a deep dive into that. But we do get in those situations where, um, okay, we have to start looking for state assistance. And the tricky part is, is that Maybe there's something that you've done within the last five years that might disqualify you at this time mm-hmm. from getting Medicaid, but yet you need it now. Yeah, or, got, yeah they say it's a five-year look back where they look transfers. back at, yep. your, mm-hmm. at your your loved one's fan, uh, finances right. throughout the year and or the last five years. Mm-hmm. I know that for me, with my mom, that's exactly what happened. Right. You know? And we had um, a, my sister-in-law mm-hmm. actually had deposited her divorce money into my mother's bank account Mm -hmm. and then withdrew it again. And I had no idea that that had happened. 
And so they kept denying her. And I'm going like, she what? goes, I yeah. want to know where hundred and some thousand dollars went. And mm-hmm. I just kind of sat there and go, what are you talking are you about? Ta- right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, so there's that. So yeah. Those, those so there's that. that. And you know, in addition <clears throat> to that, I would say I often get, you know, maybe mom or dad's been at home for a while right. and they say, okay, now we need to start looking. The cares is so needed that I can't provide mm-hmm. that anymore. We need to start looking around. And I say, well, make sure if I know Medicaid is going to be something on the horizon, you need to ask mm-hmm. if they take Medicaid and because not everywhere does. And that's something exactly. that folks don't know either. And then if they do take Medicaid, if you find somewhere that does, a key question is to ask the, the facility or community, what's your private pay policy? Because often they'll say, yeah, we take Medicaid, but it's it's not a Medicaid rule. It's just the facility or community's policy. Yes, we take Medicaid, but you have to privately pay for X number of months, first. months or years. Yeah. It used to be, you know, it used to be pretty short, but we've seen that length of time get longer and longer. So then you at least know what you're in for, you know, Mm -hmm. don't, I always tell folks, you know, try not to wait if you can until that minute where you're Mm -hmm. in dire straits and you're needing something um, before you start sort of looking around Mm -hmm. and at least looking at options that might be out there. I was told by a placement advisor Mm -hmm. um, not too long ago that really the time to start, even if you know mom or dad are going to eventually need skilled care. Mm -hmm. Find them a place when they have at least $100,000 worth of assets. That's good first. advice. Right. Um, because, you know, and they have, they probably own a home. Mm-hmm. If you wait in that home and you do a reverse mortgage and you exhaust all that equity, what happens is you're going to go right in the state is going to have to pay you. And then you're sitting by yourself in your home, uh, in, which you can't, you don't own anymore. Right. right. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you it's, need care. It's so. good. It, it's, it's always, um, it gives you a cushion mm-hmm. having some, still having some assets. It gives you a little bit of a cushion, right. buys you some time before you have to make a, you know, a game time decision. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not the right place for right. you, but you just think, oh, I need to, I need to apply right now. or I need to get in there right now. Mm-hmm. Mom or dad needs it now. Um, you know, if you can avoid mm-hmm. that, you know, often, you know, things happen. So you can't always predict right. what's going to happen. But and at that, least yeah. look around and see what's out there sooner than later, I would say. And again, we are talking to Nikki Leith from Tracy Wall Law in Edmonds, Washington. Hello. And uh, Nikki, you guys, again, I'm just for the point of our listeners, you guys serve pretty much the greater Puget Sound and beyond. We do. Area. Yeah, we do. Um, even though you're based in Edmonds, so yes. that's a wonderful thing. And your firm does um, veterans benefits, mm-hmm. aid and attendance benefits. You guys do Medicaid planning, and mm-hmm. you do um, all elder law and estate planning, including all those documents that you guys um, that we as family members need, which is so important. Mm-hmm. And uh, you bring such an amazing, vast experience with heart. And I am so impressed with your firm and, you know, having an opportunity to meet with Pam was really um, special for me yes, as well. She's so. very great. Yeah. So obviously families today mm-hmm. are, you know, out there. Now, one of the things that I think happens, which is I, I worked with a family not too long ago where, Mom or, you know, dad needs care. Mm-hmm. Mom's still in the house. Mm-hmm. Mom's healthy. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they say to me, oh my gosh, but uh, if we put dad in care because he needs care, mm-hmm. mom's going to lose the house because they can't afford two places. That's not, <laughs> that's generally not true. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's, again, touching on Medicaid a little bit. Right. The rules are different for for. <clears throat> married couples right. um, as opposed to individuals mm-hmm. um 
you know, and, and as the rules currently stand, they're always changing. That's the mm-hmm. thing is the rules are always changing. So that's why it's a good idea to make sure that you're meet with someone to be up to date on what mm-hmm. those Medicaid rules are. But mm-hmm. we are seeing that, you know, the state doesn't want to impoverish a well spouse right. um, just because the, you know, the Medicaid spouse is needing that's this good. care, um, you know, and the rules are like I said, different depending on what assets you have. Certain things are exempt. There's ways to avoid getting a lien against that home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you put it in just mom's That's name good. as opposed to, you know, both of their names. So there's there's things that you can do working with mm-hmm. the rules with what they are. They're much more strict for mm-hmm. individuals mm-hmm. applying for Medicaid, even in terms of how much you can have in assets. Right. It's, it's, it's pretty you know, pretty strict. So um, I would say it's a good idea to sit down and, and talk with somebody about your partic- your family's particular situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I would, I'd be hesitant to say, you know, don't just Google something and think that that's the answer. Right. I would exactly. say, you know, and every state is different. So maybe sure. you Googled something and some other state's if rules came up. If mom or dad live in, in California and you're right. up here in Washington. And we're up here, yeah. It's California law. Exactly. It's different depending on their situation. So here's so. another scenario I'm going to throw at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't mean, but this is another um, question I get from families or they think that they have everything covered. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm just a signer on my mom or dad's, all of their bank accounts. What is the legal um, risk for doing that? Well, you know, they, so we see a lot of that. We see where um, the son or daughter is a signer, um, which can be helpful. It can be helpful depending on the situation. We also see, you know, they think, oh, I'll just add my child's name as an owner on the account, my adult child. And that, again, we're getting into like, what does that mean then for resources that mm-hmm. are available? Does that, you know, change well, and things? It's, it's a liability factor. Let's say, yeah, exactly, it let's is. say mom or dad have a car accident because they're not driving as well. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden mom or dad gets sued for $150,000. Guess who else gets sued because they're on the bank account, right? Exactly. That, that bank true? account's up for, yep, yep, it's up for grabs, basically. And so wouldn't it mean that they could potentially go after the assets of the other signer, too? I'm assuming, right? Yeah, uh, it would depend. You'd have to get into okay. the details of the yeah. circumstance. But, I mean, it does open up doors for for liability, you know. And I, I always tell people... The power of attorney, again, it comes back protects to the power of attorney. You. It does. It protects you. Um, you know, banks, they, they, I think banks have been sued so many times mm-hmm. that they're, you know, they really pay attention to those types of documents. Absolutely. They're in your file. They're, and if you have one, give a copy to your bank, um, you know, and anyone who's involved in your finances, a financial right. advisor, they need to know that you have this document in place mm-hmm. um, in the event there's something going on where they're like, oh, I don't know about this decision is there somebody else right. involved yeah right. because if you don't have one and you don't have anybody appointed and you're in a position where you're needing somebody mm-hmm. to help you out with those decisions that's when you start step into that realm of guardianship and that's a sep- whole separate court proceeding totally different yeah more completely complicated different. very very much so yeah so how do we reach you Oh, okay. Well, you can call our office. Uh, our phone number there is 425-670-1560. Our lovely paralegal Jessica Ertel will be answering the phone. Nice. Um, so you can call us. Our website is www.tracywalllaw.com. Can and you spell yes, that? Yes, I will. Uh, it's T-R-A-C-I-E-W-A-L-L. 
L-A-W.com. So there's three L's in a row. I always okay. tell people, don't forget, Perfect. there's three L's. Yep. And it's T-R-A-C-I-E. C-I-E, yes. Very uh-huh. good. That's how you spell Tracy. So well, yeah, give us a call or, or visit the website. We have um, some questions and answers on the website mm-hmm. as well. So there's just some information out there about some of the topics we talked about today. Nikki, so. thanks so much for Thank being you on the so program. much for having me. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. Great. We look forward to having you back again soon. Great. Hey everybody, Jared Sebastian, host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.